Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eTech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at eTech Global Services. Welcome, everybody. My name is Jim Ayub, the Chief Customer Officer here at eTech Global Services. I am so excited to be hosting a mindful communication podcast with my mentor, life coach, Melissa Wood. Melissa has decades of experience in helping others get better at what they do. In this episode, we're gonna focus on the power of this mindful communication. If you're not familiar with it, mindful communication, it's a practice of being present and fully engaged in the moment. When we communicate mindfully, we're gonna be able to hear and understand what others are saying. And I'm so excited to bring in Melissa to really talk about it, Melissa. Melissa, thank you so much for being part of our podcast today. I'm on here with Jim Ayub. This is not just another podcast. This is not just, you guys better listen up. This is going to be, you better tune in, you better hit record, you better do what you gotta do because this is gonna be, uh, this is gonna be pretty impactful. When you take uh, when you take two rocks and you throw them at each other, what happens? <laughs> Explosion. <Yeah. laughs> no, so this so is not so just another well, podcast. It, it is so funny because this is an area of opportunity I've struggled with for decades. <laughs> and Melissa, you've been my mentor and my coach. And today I'm gonna just start out with one thing that you can help everybody with. And to begin, you've taught me this a long time ago. Let's all take a few deep breaths bring our awareness in, which is an opportunity for me, as you've known, and and notice the sensations in our bodies and the sounds around you and those thoughts and emotions. And I'm just going to ask you one simple question today. Okay. Can you share with us some practical tips to help us with this mindful communication? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I can. And, you know, this is what I do. This is what you and I have been working on for years. And if you're listening today and your mouth gets you in trouble, stay, <laughs> stay here. Because, uh, you know, Jim, um, I had a sign hanging uh, in on my outside of my door when I would come into my, my living room every day. And it said, Lord, keep one hand on my shoulder and one hand over my mouth. Because our mouth, <laughs> our mouth is what gets us in trouble. You know, uh, in the Bible, there's James, the, the, the book of James. And it says our, our tongue is a tiny rudder. And it's like a rudder, you know what a rudder does on a ship? I know you've been on a a ship before. It it guides the ship, right? It's so small, but it's so impactful. And that's where our tongue gets us in a lot of trouble. It can start a fire and it can put a fire out. So those are, I think we have to first be aware how powerful, you know, we are going to the gym, we're working out our muscles. We're trying to get these pecs. I know Jim's been losing weight and getting all fit and everything. I saw him the other day. But, you know, we, we work about our, our physical health, but I think we stop and we don't pay attention to what this little, very important muscle in our mouth does. And it really, uh, lack of better terms, it can really screw up a conversation or it can, it can help someone out of a rut, right? So your Absolutely. tongue can start, it can start a fire, it can put out a fire. So I just think first, you have to recognize the power of your tongue, the power of your communication. So if we start there, 
I think that will help. You can understand that you can use it. I know we've talked about, hey, Jim, you can use your mouth for good or evil. It's your choice, right? (laughs) What do you choose to do? What do you choose today? You can use your mouth for good or evil. You can start a fire. You can put out a fire. Um, you know, and I think about, um, you know, Texas, the, the the prison system in Texas. You know, they teach de-escalation to their officers. And I think that needs to be taught in schools and corporate American and marriages about the power of what a mouth can do. It can de-escalate some major issues. And they really hone in on that on their training Uh, to teach. So yeah, I've got some tips for you. Number one is be aware. Be aware how important and how strong that that really uh, powerful muscle is, the tongue, and it needs uh, its own working out. Okay. Number two. I'm taking notes because this is a coaching session for me at the same time. Okay, good. That's Let's just do that. Let's just let everybody in the world listen in on a coaching session. So you better be on your best behavior. You better be on your best behavior. Okay, so we've got recognize the power of our tongue to start a fire or put a fire out. And that is in your control, okay? The second thing I want you to focus on is when you're listening, part of communication is listening. Everyone, you've heard this before, we have one mouth and two ears. You should be listening double the time that your mouth is talking. That's why you have two ears and one mouth. That's basic math, okay? So when you're listening, tip number two, listen with curiosity. Listen with curiosity. Um, I use this very powerful um, explanation. I know you've got two beautiful daughters. Absolutely, Jim, you've got two beautiful daughters and I'm sure our listeners, they may may or may not have kids, but when you go into, let's just say one of them was, was ill and you had to go into a doctor's office with that doctor I can guarantee you that you're going to go in with a notepad, (laughs) with a pen, and you're going to be listening to every single word that that doctor is saying because you genuinely care about the outcome of what you're hearing because you may have to research something. You need to, you're listening to understand. You're trying to be curious like what's wrong with my daughter? What can we do? You know, you're listening with curiosity. Um, And I'm using that extreme example because that is the workout when you go into a meeting when you go into a conversation with your spouse or significant other you need to be listening with that intent what are they saying what are they really saying what you know being very curious you know i told matt rocco you know our president our ceo he gives us an opportunity to do these things and um i was even chatting with him last night and he's so fun to talk to in the area of communication this is something that that I think he does really well of, of communicating. But uh, we talked about uh, my first lunchbox was Curious George. Do you remember Curious George? I, I do remember Curious George. <laughs> so you don't know may not. <laughs> okay, well, our listeners need to go and Google Curious George. And that's your tip number two. Be like Curious George. Like, you know, what a great example of being curious in conversations. Um, when you're not curious, you miss key things that could save the conversation. When you're not curious, when you go into a doctor's office, you may miss a key explanation that could help you save, uh, you know, a, a child. You know, that's really that's really important. So, tip number we're, we're pushing on. So, one, you got to recognize the power of the tongue. They starts fires and puts out fires. 
Number two, you gotta you gotta start conversations with curiosity, intense curiosity. Number three, speak from the heart. You know, Jim, this is not something that um, you had to work on over the years because this comes naturally to you. You speak from the heart, right? And you say, this is from our heart and you can read that passion in your emotions. Um, but for some of our listeners, they struggle in this area. They, they hold back their feelings. Uh, I call it artificial harmony. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't, um, they may be upset about something. They may not like the way something's going, but they don't say anything. They just harbor all that in. And that makes for poor communication. You've got to speak from the heart. Um, so it, the next step will teach you how to do that, but you've got to speak from the heart. You've got to be, uh, you know, you've got to be, have courage enough to speak from the heart. You've got to speak from the heart when you're upset about something, when you really care about something, when you love something. You know, you fixed me a steak when I came uh, to San Antonio to visit you. And I tell everybody, this is literally the best steak I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my heart and my stomach. <laughs> Maybe I should add that <laughs> into that step. But you do have to speak from the heart. And I have seen when we talk about the, the tongue being a tiny rudder, when I have seen in executive coaching sessions, and I've seen it when I am mediating conversations, when, when we actually start speaking from the heart, we're going to get somewhere in this conversation. Communication changes when people stop pretending and they actually start being who they really are. So that's speaking from the heart. Yeah. You got those down? Everybody got them down? You ready to roll? All right. Let's go to the next one. Practice empathy and compassion. Put a star by this one. Practice empathy. Put a star on this one. Okay. Um, You know, where I get some um, education in this tip is from our wonderful book, you know, years ago, Matt, I think it was in 2009, he brought Trusted Advisor to ETech, right? Uh, Charles Green and Andrea Howe, they are brilliant minds on building trust in organizations. They wrote the original Trusted Advisor. That's what Matt brought us the team through. He had each of you, you know, go through a, a book club. And then I saw that they created the workbook and I even have it here. It's the Trusted Advisor field book. It's actually a workbook. But in both of those, they they give the trust equation. And the trust equation, I'm not going to go into it in detail, but it says, you know, you have, have credibility, reliability, intimacy, and low self-orientation. Uh, That's the gist of it. If you want to know more about it, contact Jim and I. We'll be happy to, we'll happy to go through it or Andrea and Charles. But when you practice empathy and compassion, that goes to the intimacy part of that trust equation. All right. The empathy and compassion, You, when you're listening with curiosity, when you're speaking from the heart, I think that opens you up to be able to respond with compassion because you can hear where someone's coming from. If you're not communicating with that compassion, then people are wondering like, who are you really? And that's one thing I enjoy about it, talking to you, Jim, is that you're you're so animated. You're so you're so compassionate and passion. Passion is the end of that that word that we can see who you really are. And I enjoy talking to people who are not hidden, that are not hidden. And so if and I know you do, too, and I know our listeners do, too. So if we enjoy talking to people that have compassion, that are not hidden, 
Well, that's your tip. You need to be out there. You need to show that compassion and not be hidden. Uh, don't be shady. You know, that's 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 part of that one. You don't be shady. People don't like to talk to shady people. They won't communicate with you. They yeah. just don't like it. All right, let's push them on. So we've got be the muscle of our tongue puts out fires. You know, it starts fires. We want to listen with curious George. We want to speak from our heart. We want to practice empathy and compassion. We only have two more because I gave you six today. I gave you a bonus, that bonus one at the beginning. Number uh, The next one is take pauses. Killing me. <laughs> but I understand. Okay. Take pauses. Um, let me let me tell you how I do this. And this is what I think about when it's take pauses. Um, anybody ever played catch or tennis? Look at those two things. We'll look at those two sports. In tennis, when somebody hits you a ball, what do you do? Hit it back. That's not taking a pause. In catch... You're supposed to do what? Catch the ball. Catch the ball. So when so when someone is communicating with you, you're not playing tennis. Don't gotcha. play tennis with that communication. We we're so, some of us think so quick. Uh, my dad used to tell me my dad talks really fast, and uh, and I would say slow down. You're talking too fast. And he said you're thinking too slow. You're thinking too slow. That's what that's what he would tell me, and I'm and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But it it we're thinking fast, so a lot of us have been trained to think fast and talk fast. But when you're communicating with someone, you need to catch what they're saying, and you can do that by catching it and pausing it, because you can soak in what they're saying or what they're not saying. You can go in through being curious. You can recognize yep. my tongue. You can say, I can start a fire here. I can put out a fire here. You see how you work through all these things? Uh, yep. You can say, am I going to respond with empathy and compassion? You know, but when you understand when you're talking to someone, if you realize it's not tennis, it's catch, that teaches you right there. I told you this is going to be powerful stuff. This is stuff Absolutely. you can take notes on. I'm, you know, I love, you know, ideas, but I need something I can hold on to. I like looking at pictures of food, but I like to eat it more. Does that make sense? You can show me pictures of food, but then I get hungry. I got <laughs> I, I you can show me some food, but I need to take a bite of it. And these tips are the bite that you need. Last thing. Notice and manage emotions. Ugh. That's a tough one, but you being my life coach has helped me through this particular tip countless times. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I say this, you, everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a coach. Um, if you think you don't need a coach, you need to. Yep. Everyone needs a coach because uh, we, our emotions are like a roller coaster, right? And some days it bothers us, some days it doesn't, some days we're okay, some days we're over it. And sometimes it just helps to have someone to talk that through with, okay? You do not need to hire a coach to tell you what you want to hear. And let me pause. You're like, well, no one does that. Yes, they do. It even goes back to biblical days where people would hire their own religious leaders so they would tell them what they wanted to hear, right? You think about the kings of previous days. They would hire people in their court to tell them things that they wanted to hear. That's not a real coach. That is someone who's making a living off of your emotions. What you need is a real coach 
that tells you and that listens with curiosity. They speak from the heart. They respond with empathy and compassion. They take pauses and they watch your emotions and they help you to manage your emotions. That's what a real life coach does. And so I'm plugging real life coaches out there because if you are one of those that realize these tips I gave are actually the tips you need to be an effective coach um, and communicate, then that's what you need. So if you don't, you need to be listening for that. If you have someone that you're, you're working through when you're trying to manage your emotions, and if you have someone that speaks quickly, that is not curious, they're not speaking from the heart. They're just telling you what you want to hear. Thank you for your $250. See you later. Uh, and they're not working with an empty. They're not taking pauses. That's not the person you need to talk to. Beautiful. So how about that? So when we Great take stuff. all that, we, we take all that, you know, it's kind of like a Mr. Uh, it's kind of like a Karate Kid episode. This is, uh, you know, Mr. Miyagi was teaching Danielson a whole lot of things and a whole lot of, you know, that he didn't realize. And that's, if you're paying attention in this podcast, you're learning tips on mindful communication, but you're also learning on when you need help, what to be looking for in that resource to provide to you. So you kind of get in two different things, wax on, wax off, if you will. So I appreciate you having me on today's podcast. I can talk about this for days. So and, and Melissa, I just thank you so much for being there for me. As you know, I live in a house with four women. So you not only helped me um, career-wise, but you've been my coach, one of my several mentors and coaches forever, but you've also helped me in my personal life. Um, you've just been an awesome, awesome guest. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Um, just to recap, take a moment how you can reflect, incorporate. One, one of the key things I learned today is you can learn how to communicate effectively, which is huge because, you know, some people think I can never get good at something. And, you know, while I have opportunities and I've shared with you my whole career and a lot of these, hopefully I'm getting better. And that's all we can ask for is to get better each day. That's all we got to yeah. do. Thank you, Melissa, so much. Make, make sure you guys like this, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our channels. Melissa, our Dean of Leadership Development, it has been awesome. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too. See you later, Jim. Bye, podcasters. <laughs>